praise tonight he's worthy of praise all right welcome 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 it's it's uh it's uh, a unique wednesday service it's a unique wednesday service we call it a social night a social night is power night hallelujah so i want you to get ready because everything you believe god for you will experience today praise god Everything you believe God for, I say you will experience it today. The hand of God is going to touch you and it's going to change your story. The hand of God is going to reach you and it's going to transform your life. But you see, there are conditions, there are things, you know, that, it, that is necessary to, 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 for God to manifest. And those are the things we're going to talk about this evening before we continue. I believe God today. That somebody that is sick and the doctors have told you that there's nothing they can do about it. God is about to change your story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I'm talking to somebody tonight who have a, a need, a very, very you know, serious need and it's like your, your, your whole life depends on it. If God doesn't come through for you, things are going to go bad. Things are really going to get messed up. I have a good news for you tonight. This is your night. Hallelujah. I said this is your night. Tonight you are going to get deliverance like you've never before. God is going to go before you and is going to change the story. We're talking about a God that there is nothing impossible with him. There is no limitation with God. Now I hear somebody... It's not you, but your, your, your mom. Your mom has been sick for a while, for a long time now. And they've done, you've, you've spent a lot of money carrying her around. But it seems like nothing is happening. This is your night. This is your night. Hallelujah. This is your night. You're going to get, that healing is going to happen. That healing is going to happen. So I want you to stay connected. I want you to stay focused and hear the things I'm going to tell you. I'm going to share with you some very very key important things that will transform your life tonight i'm going to tell you one secret one secret that will change everything one secret that will change everything this is how everyone that have received their miracle received it it's a secret it's it's not no it's not that it's a secret but it, it's it's something that has been missing that a lot of people have not really been considering, but it's, it's a very vital key, very vital information that can determine whether you get your miracle or not. In fact, everything we do is to come to that point. The scriptures we read, the prayers we pray, everything is about coming to that point, to that point, because that is the point of that is I, I call it the the the, the peak the, the boiling point that is the point that your miracles are released and that is i'm going to teach you how to get there tonight hallelujah are you ready so whatever it is whatever it is that is the challenge if you can pay attention tonight you are going to get this key that will change everything you are going to get this key that will change everything this key that will transform your life if you understand it and you apply it no matter the situation if you apply it no matter the situation it will transform everything hallelujah it will transform everything are you ready amen now our topic tonight is said if only you can believe if only you can believe in the book of hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 we're going to start there hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 it said but without faith it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily, man, this word, believe. 
Whoever comes to God necessarily must what? Believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Hallelujah. The key here is belief. That's the key. He said, it is impossible to please God without faith. Alright? And he said, why is it impossible to please God without faith? He said, because anyone that comes to God must first of all. So, the, 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 the key to entering into the, 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 the realm of the supernatural. The key to entering into the, 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 the face where you begin to walk on waters. It's belief. Believe. That's it. Believe. If you believe, then you act in faith. It's only believers that act in faith. You cannot act in faith if you don't believe. Hallelujah. You cannot act in faith if you don't believe. Faith is the product of belief. Amen. Faith is what? The product of belief. So that's where it starts from. That's where it starts from. Belief. And that's what the Bible said. It says it's impossible to please God. You know, a lot of us want to please God. How many of you want to please God? You want to please God. You want to reach God. You want the impossibilities to start happening. Uh, 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 to, you want the possibilities in your life. You want supernatural powers. You want supernatural ability. You want to change the things in your environment. You, 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 you want that healing. You want that breakthrough. You want that prosperity. You want things around you to change. Tonight, I'm giving you the secret. And the secret is what? Believe. That's the secret. Believe. Because it is not possible. You can't assess the supernatural until you are able to believe. The key to the supernatural is belief. And that's what we're talking about tonight. If only you can believe. Let me tell you, if you're not seeing the, impossi the impossibilities in your life, it's because you don't believe. <laughs> if you're not seeing the impossibilities in your life, it's because you don't believe. Because impossibilities happen to those that believe. Praise God. Impossibilities experience experience to those that believe so if you believe you will experience the impossibilities hallelujah if you believe you will experience the impossibilities praise god now the only way to assess god is through faith the only way to assess god that means you see the access code to god is faith glory and the faith comes from belief. How do I know? The Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you hear the word of God and you believe the word of God, <laughs> faith comes. Glory to God. Faith comes. When you hear the word of God, you believe the word of God, you act on the word of God, faith comes. The circle of faith is hearing the word, believing the word, and what? Confessing the word from your lips, and then taking action. That is the circle of faith. That is the equation of faith. And I'm telling you, where people have problem is the belief. Do you believe? Do you believe? Now, you see, people confuse belief with head knowledge, and we're going to separate that tonight. I'm going to show you that tonight. It's different. Hallelujah. It's not the same thing. Alright? The only way to assess God is through faith. And faith starts with believing that God exists. And he will do what he has promised you. That's where faith starts. First, you need to believe that God exists. And that he will do what he has promised you. So, take for instance now. You are believing God that you will pass an exam. Okay? So... You must have confidence that you will pass that exam. Anytime you begin to doubt, you are, in, you are in unbelief. Hallelujah. When you allow doubt, you enter into unbelief. 
and you have lost access to God. That is the wrong code. You cannot access the inheritance that God has planned for you. You cannot access the promises of God if you don't believe. It comes by believing. Praise God. It comes by believing. The only way to access God through faith is what? You start with believing that God exists and he will do what he has promised you. Faith is the action you take because you believe. Because I believe, I confess and I take action towards that belief. Faith is what? The action you take because you believe. So it starts with believing the word of God. Believing what God has promised you. So the question I'm asking you tonight is that what is that thing that God has promised you? What has God said about your marriage? What has God said about your children? What has God said about your education? What has God said about your business? What has God said about your workplace? The work of your hands? That's where it starts. That's where faith starts. Now when you know what God has said concerning the work of your hands, you know what God has said concerning your business, when you believe it, what do you do? Faith comes. Hallelujah. The faith to perform it comes when you believe. Praise God. Now, the greatest problem with approaching God and the greatest trick of the devil is to get you into the state of unbelief. That's the devil's target. The devil's target is to get you to the place of unbelief. Are you hearing me tonight? What the devil wants to achieve is to make sure that you don't come to that place of belief. And that's what, look at what, that's what the Bible says. The Bible said what? That we will enter into the rest of God. What is the rest of God? It's the point of belief. He said, for they did not enter into my rest. The rest of God is the place of belief. That's how to, he said, if he said, I'm entering into rest. Concerning the things Jesus has done. What are you saying? You're saying you are entering into a place where you believe what God has done for you. Where you believe in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. That's what does it. You are entering into the place of complete reliance, complete confidence in what God has done on the cross of Calvary. In what Jesus has done. Now, until you come to that point, you don't experience the supernatural. Until you come to that point, you cannot experience the impossible, the, the possibilities. Hallelujah. You cannot experience unlimited possibilities until you come to that point of belief. And that is where a lot of us have problems. And you're asking right now, somebody is asking me, Pastor, but how do I get there? How do I get there? <laughs> it wasn't only your problem, because even in the Bible, when God wanted to, uh, when, when uh, uh, a, a certain man came and, and asked Jesus to come and heal his son, all right? And Jesus asked him, do you believe? He said, I believe but what? But help my unbelief. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I believe but what? Help my unbelief. So, it's not just you that is struggling with it. A lot of people struggle with it. And I'm going to show you why people struggle with it. Praise God. And let me tell you, this is the trick the enemy uses. This is the strategy of the devil. This is the strategy of hell. Look at how, how, how uh, Eve was tempted. The devil came to Eve and said, Do you really, do you really believe that what God told you was true? <laughs> do you see that? He came to Eve. He said, Eve. He said, Do you really believe what God told you? Huh? He said, God, no. He said, he tried to deceive them. He said, don't mind God. God knows that when you eat this thing, your eyes will open. And, and that is the trick of the enemy. He has not changed his trick. How many of you know that the devil doesn't change their trick? <laughs> the devil, if you know, I don't know how many of you have experienced these 419 people. You know, you can find out that they use almost the same trick. Even these uh, uh, online 419 people, they use almost the same trick. The same trick. They tell the same stories every time. So the devil has no new tricks. Alright? It's the same trick. And what is the trick of the devil? To get you into the place of unbelief. That is what the devil wants to achieve. He wants to get you to that point where you don't believe him. He wants to get you to that point where you don't, sorry, not believe him now, when you don't believe God, when you don't believe what God has said concerning you. That's where the devil wants to get. That's his target. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the devil's target. To get you to that point when you don't believe God anymore. 
And you know, you know the funny thing, a lot of people are falling for it. A lot of people are falling for it. Alright? And most especially with all that is happening today, you know, even the attack on the church. The attack on the church is targeted at corrupting people's confidence in God. If you watch, the, the, if, you, if, if, you, if, you, if you, you, you can imagine a new believer that is listening and that is exposed to all the attack on the church going on right now. Alright? Now, I'm not exonerating people that have, made, that have gone wrong or made mistakes and all that and, and have said, I've done the wrong things. No, 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 that's not, what I, that's not what this is about. I'm not trying to justify that some of the things that people are saying are not true or that. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But you see, the attack, the people that are, that are exposing these, these uh, things or the people that are talking about these things are going about it the wrong way. And because of that, it's actually it's counterproductive because it's actually destroying you know, the, 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 the church, the body of Christ. Is bringing the body of Christ to disrepute. A lot of people are now blaspheming the name of God because of these things. So you can imagine somebody that is listening to all these things. What, what, is, what is going on in their mind? It's destroying their belief system, it's destroying all the confidence they have in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the trick of the enemy. And let me tell you if you don't believe, nothing can happen. Are you hearing me now? If you don't believe, because that is the key to the supernatural. That is the key to experiencing healing. That is the key to experiencing miracles. That is the key to experiencing breakthrough. You have to believe. You have to come to that point when you believe that God that promised you is able to perform it and he will do it. Hallelujah. The Bible said God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Some of us have experienced the, the, the deliverance of God. And we know it. We are not talking from theory. We are talking from experience. We have been in, in, in serious danger. Where, where, where God appeared miraculously and delivered us. In this one is not about coincidence. We are not talking about coincidence. We are talking about you, 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 you know that it, it was not possible from anywhere and things just came up from nowhere. And God came through. If you experience this kind of things, you will not doubt anymore. My prayer for you tonight is that you begin to experience the hand of God on your life. You begin to experience, you have some experience that leaves a, an indelible mark in your life. That no matter the trick of the enemy, you say no. <laughs> I saw it now. You, you have confidence. You will say, no, it's not possible. I experienced it. I saw God came, come through for me. No matter what the devil... Because that's what... See, what the devil is targeting at is to destroy your belief. Because he knows that if he gets you to doubt, if he gets you... You see, that's what fear does. You see, fear, worry, anxiety, they're all brothers and sisters. It, they're actually the trick the enemy uses. And the whole target... The target is for you to doubt God. When, when the devil brings fear, let's say, for instance, now, what is fear? It's fear of the future. Alright? It's fear of the future. You're afraid, you know, of the future. You are worried of the past. Okay? Anxious. All these things are all targeting your belief. Your confidence in God. That's the target. What the devil wants to do is to destroy your confidence in God. Because he knows that even God himself is incapacitated when you don't have confidence in him. I, I, I don't know if you can... Why? Because there is a principle, there is a rule God has said. There is a rule God has said that whoever comes to him must believe. That's what the Bible said. He said, without faith is what? It's impossible to please God. But whoever come to him, he did not say should believe. No. He said, must. Mark the word. Must. Must. Hallelujah. Whoever comes to God, must. Must. When somebody say must, that means there is no any other way out. 
The only way to assess the, the divine is belief. That's the only way. He says must. So what the devil does, because the devil knows that when you break this law, there's nothing God can do to help you. So what the devil does is what? Attacks this law. Make sure you don't get to that point. The Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So if you learn the tricks of the enemy, you know how to overcome him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, Mark chapter 6, verse 5. He said, and because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. This was Jesus in his own hometown. Nazareth. And because of familiarity, and I, I think, because they said, is this not the son of the carpenter? Is this not the son of Joseph the carpenter? Is it not his brothers and sisters that are with us here? Now because of that, they, do, they didn't believe in, the, in, in him as God. They rejected his divinity and they couldn't experience miracles in their life. Is it possible that you have not experienced the miracles you are expecting because you have not believed God? Because you have entertained doubt. You have entertained, you know, you know, disbelief, unbelief in your heart. It's time to begin to clear those things up right now so that you begin to experience God in your life. If you can remove this, those things that are hindering you, those unbelief in your system, the fear in your system, the worry, the anxiety, if you can remove them and begin to trust God completely. Maybe your trust and your confidence is in your uncle, is in your husband, is in your wife, is in your brother or your sister, whoever. It's time to remove those people. Are you hearing me now? It's time to remove those people and put your confidence completely on God. When you do that, everything changes. When you do that, everything changes. You begin to experience divine miracles. You begin to experience the supernatural. The supernatural becomes your daily experience because you believe God. Hallelujah. So Jesus could do no mighty works. The Bible said Jesus could not. Not that he was not able. I don't know if you understand it now. Unbelief renders the power of God ineffective in anybody's life. It's like a, a I don't know how to call it. It's like a, 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 a fire extinguisher. If I can use that word. It just extinguishes the fire. It's like there's so much energy. There's so much power. But immediately you drop unbelief and doubt. Everything dissolves. Everything is rendered useless. And the angels will be like, oh my God. I cannot experience the supernatural if we don't believe. You know, Jesus asked the same question on almost every miracle. Every miracle that Jesus did, every healing that Jesus did, he asked the same question in several ways. Do you believe? That's to tell you how important it is. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Do you believe? Do you believe? That's the question I'm asking you this night. Do you believe? Now let's look at some of the miracles that Jesus did. Just, I, I just want to establish this point. Let's look at some of the miracles that Jesus did. When Jesus changed water into wine, what did his, his mother tell, tell the people to tell him? He said, do whatever what? Do whatever he tells you. Praise God. So that means his mother believed that he was able. Because the Bible said that even there was problem, there was this, you know. You can imagine in the middle of a wedding, and the rice of when it finishes. <laughs> and a lot of people have not had enough rice 
<laughs> or, or whatever, the food and drink and whatever. And that was exactly the experience. And I'm sure the, 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 the bride and bridegroom were really in serious trouble. I don't know how many of you have have um, have uh, prepared for a party and then you had more people attend the party than you were you were expecting. And, and then whatever meal you have is no longer enough. That was the kind of problem that they were in. And Jesus' mother was there. And Jesus, and she believed that Jesus could do these things. That Jesus could solve that problem. And he met him. And he told the people, he said, whatever he says, do it. See, what brings about miracle, what brings about breakthrough, it does not just happen. There is always, uh, there is always uh, uh, the part of the receiver. And the part of the receiver is to believe. When you will ask me, you say, well, it's not in all cases. There were some cases in the scripture that the people did not believe. Yes, but if you look at those cases, there were some other people that believed on their behalf. Like the man that was, that was uh, thrown from the roof. His friends, his relatives. So if the person who needs the healing is incapacitated in a way, then the fate of his relatives or his friends or his loved ones you know, becomes the anchor for that miracle to happen. But I'm telling you that nothing happens in the supernatural without believing. It cannot. It doesn't just happen. Somebody opens that realm and the key to opening that realm is believing. Somebody makes that contact and the key to entering into that contact is believing. Hallelujah. So Jesus changed water to wine because they believed he could do it. Jesus cured the nobleman's son. How? Because they believed. Anybody that I, I, I came, came to Jesus believed. Now, Ahab may not be able to believe. Okay? Because they are not capable of believing at, 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 at their age. But the, the, the belief of the parent runs off from the child. That's why if you have any child right now, what you believe about that child matters. Because at this point when the child cannot make a decision on their own, they actually rely on the faith of the parent. They actually rely on the confession of the parent. The, the, the spiritual connection of that child is dependent on the spiritual connection of the parent. Or whoever the uh, 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 the the word that are taking care of that child is, and that is why you see some. Uh, you take for instance now. I, there was a story. Somebody was telling the story of a, a woman that was asked, "Ah, does your child has your child experienced uh, uh, um, measles?" And she says, "Not yet." <laughs> so her saying "not yet" means that. She's expecting the child to have it. And let me tell you, that child will have it. But you can imagine if that woman was asked, have your child experienced it? He said, no, my child will not experience it. Listen, whatever you say concerning your children have power and effect. So you need to say the right things about them. You need to believe the right things about them. Your belief about them is very important. So what, what we're saying here is that in the spirit realm, that means what is what this means that in the spirit realm, you can actually believe for somebody who can't believe. Somebody who is incapacitated. Somebody can be very sick that they can't even think or they can't even talk. Or somebody can be in a coma. Alright? Now the person now requires the the, the belief of the people around him, the neighbor, the, 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 the believers around him. And have you wondered why? You know, when even when Jesus went to heal, uh, 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 went to uh, the, the dead uh, 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 Tabitha, I think, 
that Jesus wants to heal the dead, uh, to raise the dead, the dead child. Jesus had to ask everybody around that, that child to what? To leave. Hallelujah. He said, everybody leave. Because you see, the, the, the belief of the people around him, around him matters most. Look at also the rich, the rich guy that, um, you know, that, that's the, the ruler, the ruler's daughter. When the ruler came and told Jesus, please come and heal my child, my child is sick. And as they were going, the woman with the issue of blood, look at the case of the woman with the issue of blood too. The Bible said she believed. When she heard that Jesus was passing, she believed that if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. It was her belief that opened the door for miracle. It was her belief that, that, that drew that miracle to her. Do you believe? What do you believe? She believed if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And she approached. Even with all the... You see, well, that's one thing. You see, the, the act of faith is a product of belief. She took a step to reach the, the garment of Jesus. Why? Because she believed. It was her believing that led to the steps she took. And then she experienced a miracle. Praise God. And then in the whole process, Jesus had to wait and said, now power left me. Something happened. Virtue has left me. Power has gone off me. And while Jesus was addressing that, the news came to the, to the, to the ruler that forget it. Your, your, your daughter is dead. Don't trouble Jesus anymore. Don't trouble the master anymore. It's over. And the man was going to go into unbelief. Look at what immediately Jesus held him and said, Guy, <laughs> he said, Listen, your daughter will rise again. Don't doubt. Only what? Believe. And the man said, Yes. If you can only come and touch my daughter and you will know. And because the man believed, what happened? Jesus went there and raised the dead daughter. There is no impossibility if you believe. Hallelujah. There is no impossibility. Jesus curing the woman with the issue of blood was the same thing in Luke chapter 8 verse 43 to 48. The same thing. Jesus opened the eyes of the two blind men. The same thing. Jesus said, do you want me? Do you, he said, he said, do you want to see again? They said, yes. And that is it. The blind Bartimaeus cried out. said, son of David, have mercy on you. Why was he crying out? Because he believed. After tonight, some of you are going to cry out to God concerning that matter and say, Lord, I believe. And you would experience your miracle. In Jesus' name. Enough of the delay. Your time of miracle is now. Your time of healing is now. You are going to experience it. But you see, there is one condition. The reason why people are not experiencing the supernatural is unbelief. I'm telling you, that is the sickness. That is the sickness. That's why the Bible says, labor to enter into rest. The labor we have is the labor to get to that point that we trust God completely. That, that is rest. That's the point of rest. Where we are not longer worried, because you cannot say you trust God and you are worried at the same time. Your worry is what is a symptom. <coughs> Excuse me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Your worry is what a symptom of unbelief. It's a symptom of unbelief. It's an evidence that you don't believe. Amen. Look at what Jesus said. He said, Jesus said in Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. 
Let us take the word of Jesus literally. Some people say, ah, it's my sin that is making things not to happen. Ah, it's this one. You know, there are just many theories. But let us look at the word of Jesus completely. The problem is unbelief. I'm telling you, the reason why people are not experiencing the supernatural, the reason why people are not experiencing miracles in their life is unbelief. That's the problem. Hallelujah. That's the problem. It's not what a lot of people are saying. I'm telling you the truth. It's not what a lot of people are saying. It's unbelief. If you can cure that disease of unbelief and have confidence in God completely, you would experience miracles. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus said. He said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Did he say some things? He said all things. That cancer can be healed to him that believes. That high blood pressure can be healed to him that believes. Diabetes can be healed to him that believes. Liver problem. Alright? Kidney disease. Whatever it is, it can be healed if you believe God. Do you believe God? Do you have confidence in God? Hallelujah. So, the question, you know, I, I, I want to ask tonight is, why do we sometimes struggle to believe? Why? Why do we sometimes struggle to believe? And I'm going to answer it, you know. Now, the reason why we struggle, every one of us, at one point or the other, we struggle with our believing God. Because it's not that you don't know that God is able. Amen? It's not that you don't know. Because you know that God is able now. He is this almighty God. If they ask you, is he the almighty God? You will say, yes, he's the almighty God. Can he do all things? You say, yes, he can do all things. But then when it now trickles down to you, can he do it for you now? <laughs> you now say, well, I don't know. Praise God. But I want to tell you the reason why people struggle with unbelief. The reason why all of us, most of us struggle with unbelief. Alright? The reason is because we are used to our physical senses. We are used to our physical senses. Alright? What are, what are our physical senses? What we touch. What we smell. What we see. What we hear. So physical senses, the, the, your touch, the hand, you, the way you touch your hand, you know, you, you, how you hear with your ear, your eyes, how you, you know, perceive with your nose and all that, all the smell with your nose. So those are the senses that have been exercised over the years. So we know how to, you know, touch something and we can feel it. We know how to see something and we can differentiate what we're seeing with our physical eye. We know how to hear something and we can tell the different things that we hear and, and how it sounds and all that. You know, we know how we can, you know, perceive the aroma of something and we can differentiate when it's a goosey soup, when it's a draw soup and all, you know, all that, you know. So, this is, these are the senses that has been exercised over the years. So, we are used to it and, and that is what makes us humans. That's what makes us natural people, right? That's how we, be, that's how we become humans. Because humans have those senses, physical senses. So, the problem why we struggle with unbelief is these physical, this same physical senses. Is the reason. Because the things of the spirit are not, the, are not human, are not natural. Hallelujah. They don't follow the natural order. Amen. So, if you want to reach God, you have to see what you cannot see like you see things. I don't know if you get my point now. Entering into the supernatural, entering into the realm of believing is seeing things that you cannot see the way you see things. Am I making sense now? It is touching things Alright? The way you... Not the way you touch things. Praise God. Touching things that you cannot touch the way you touch things. 
hearing what we can't hear like we hear. Touching what we can't touch like we touch. Perceiving what we cannot perceive like we perceive. So it's going against the natural way we have been trained or we have grown up as humans, as human beings. We touch things, we see things with our natural eyes, we feel things with our, with our, with our, with our natural senses. So our natural senses contradict the way the supernatural works. So because of that, we struggle. I'm telling you, that's why we struggle. Hallelujah. That's why we have those struggles of believing God. Amen. That's why we struggle. But you see, if you're able to break out of the natural, to begin to see things that you cannot see with your physical eyes, to begin to hear things that you're not hearing with the physical ear, to begin to touch things that you cannot touch with the physical hands, you begin to experience the supernatural. Hallelujah. You get into the realm of the supernatural. All of us are like Thomases, you know. <laughs> Amen. Well, like Thomas. Thomas said, I seen is believing. How many of you have heard They come all like that. Seen is believing. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what Thomas said to Jesus. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I've not seen it. But look at what Jesus told Thomas. In the book of John, chapter 20, verse 29, Jesus said to Thomas, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. That is where faith comes. Hallelujah. Faith is believing what your eyes cannot see. That's what the Bible says. It's a substance of things hoped for, evidence what? Not seen. That is the problem. That is the struggle. That's why we're struggling with belief. What we're struggling with belief is because we cannot see it with our natural eyes. You can imagine God telling you that you are going to own estates. And right now you are a tenant in one, in one, uh, 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 one room. Face me, I face you. Room. One room. That uses public toilet. And God is telling you that you're going to own estates. Every natural person without. I, I, I don't know if you get my point. Every natural, because you cannot, you cannot say, listen, this, when I came to Lagos, and I was walking through the, 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 the street of, in VI, I just said, and I was seeing those high-rise buildings and everything for the, for the first time. Physically, I've seen them in movies, I've seen them, but for the first time, <laughs> that's the honest truth. <laughs> because I have not, I didn't, I didn't travel that much. All right. Now I see them for the first time, and I'm asking, "Is it even possible to enter this place?" <laughs> Everything looks like it was too big. But then God began to speak to me about those buildings, and it looked like unattainable. It's the same thing for you to get into the supernatural. You need to look beyond the natural. You need to go beyond your physical feelings. You need to go beyond your... That's why faith is not feeling. Faith is believing the word of God. It's not about how you feel. Somebody say, I, I, I don't feel happy. It's not about that. What did the Bible say? Rejoice evermore. In everything what? Give thanks for what? This is the will of God concerning you. So what do you do when you hear that word of God? You rejoice irrespective of the surroundings. The things around you that tells you not to rejoice. That's why if walking in faith is not the same thing as walking in sight. The Bible says walk by faith and not what? Not by sight. 
Faith is seeing the impossibility. It's not that faith is not seeing. Faith sees. But faith does not see with the natural senses. Faith sees with the supernatural. You see the mind of God. You see the mind of God. And that is how you believe. That is the problem. That's why people are struggling. The reason why we are struggling with believing God is because we have not seen it. The things God is telling us, take for instance, somebody has cancer and the person is going down and the word of God comes to the person and says you are healed. The person is still feeling all the symptoms in his body or her body. And the word of God says you are healed. If the symptoms are there, Maybe you have an eye problem. Maybe you have a chest pain. Maybe you have a headache that has refused to go. And the word of God says you are healed. The headache is still there. The pain is still there. The natural person would say, well, I don't know what they are saying. The pain is still there. <laughs> the headache is still there. But you see, if you can go beyond that physical and enter into the realm where you believe God. Enter into the place where you believe what God is saying. Irrespective of what is happening in your body. Irrespective of what is happening in your system. But you know what God has said. And you believe what God has said. And you keep speaking what God has said. And you trust in what God has said. You would experience that miracle. What you're doing is that you're going... Out, out from the realm of the physical into the realm of the spiritual. And that is the realm of faith. Hallelujah. You are entering into what? The realm of faith. And when you get into the realm of faith, you begin to experience miracles. Praise God. What I want to achieve tonight, by the grace of God, is to get you to the point where you begin to see the impossibilities as possible. Where you begin to see God come through for you. That is the idea. To get you to that point. When you cannot see impossibilities anymore. What you see is what God has said concerning you. So if you are sick in your body, what are you seeing? Are you seeing the symptoms? Are you seeing the... The Bible Bible said that Abraham, even though he sees that his body was already weak, there is no way it's almost impossible for him to have a child. He looked at Sarah's womb and Sarah's womb was already dead. But even with all those evidences, Abraham believed God. That this God that told me is able to do it. How is he going to do it? I don't know. That's the same thing with you. What has God told you? What has God promised you? And right now, it looks very, very impossible. It is not possible. Based on the the physical things that are happening. What is your role? Your role is to believe God. Irrespective of the challenges. Irrespective of the evidences on the outside. We do not look on the outside. We look at what the scriptures have said and we hold on to the scriptures. We don't look at the outside. We do not consider the outside. Even though they are there, we feel them. But we don't take them to her. We believe God unwavering, without any doubt. Our confidence is 100% in what God has said concerning us that he will do it. As I'm speaking to you right now, I'm sure in your mind there are things. God is bringing to your mind the things he has told you. God is bringing to your mind the things, the details of the things he has told you. What I want to assure you tonight is if you believe God, every one of them will come to pass. If you believe God and don't doubt, the only reason why you are not experiencing those things yet is because you are not stable. And the Bible said no man can receive anything from God if he's unstable. A man, the Bible says, a man that doubts is, is unstable in all things. And he let not that man think that he can never receive anything from God. 
Do you want to experience the supernatural? Do you want to see God move mightily in your life and in your business, in your marriage, in your children, in everything you lay your hands on? Do you want to see the movement of God? Then you need to come to a point when you believe God, irrespective of whatever, irrespective of all the things around you. That's the problem. The struggle, the reason why we struggle is because we are paying attention to our senses. And that is why we are humans. These senses are the senses we know. These are the things we know. But we need to now come to that point when we begin to go beyond it. You know, I keep saying it that the same faith you used to believe God and give your life to Christ is the same faith you apply. Have we seen God? And that was what Jesus was telling Thomas. He said, Blessed are those who what? Who do not, who have no, even though they have not seen, they believe. He was telling Thomas because Thomas was telling the disciples, I said, Guys, I don't understand what you people are saying, you know. Me, I want to see until I see in my natural eyes. This is my kuru kuru eyes. <laughs> That's the way they say. I want to see it with my kuru kuru eyes. Until I see it, I cannot believe what people are saying. And when Jesus appeared, Jesus went to him and said, Thomas, oh yeah, yeah, can you put your fingers? If that will satisfy you. You say, Thomas, you have seen me. And now you have believed. But he said, blessed are those. That is how the, 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 the faith, the power of faith comes in. He said, blessed, prosperous. The supernatural is given to those who do not see but believe. The supernatural comes to those who do not see but believe. The, 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 the access to heaven is open to those who do not see but believe. So the way to enter into the miracles, the way to enter into the realm of miracles, the way to enter into the realm of, of unlimited possibilities is when you do not see but you believe. What has God told you? It's not visible yet. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Oh, somebody will say, well, I believe it. You know, some people confuse head, head knowledge or uh, 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 I had consent with believing. You know, you know, sometimes when you talk about things over and over in a place, people just accept it. But is it that people believe it? How you know that people believe something is when they are faced with challenge over that matter. Hallelujah. Like the story of, of, of uh, uh, a baba I heard it, I think somebody was saying it recently, of a, a, a I think it was, I think Pastor Podge said it recently, of a, of a, of a, a, a but it's an old story anyway, of a, of a baba that um, the children took him to uh, come and spend the holiday and all that. And so the, when the baba came to, they took him, okay, the baba was sick then, so they brought him to the hospital and all that. So they asked baba, you know, what do you eat? What, because they want to give him some drugs. They say, but, but what, what are you eating today? You know, the Baba wanted to... Because he saw that everybody around them are touched. So the Baba wanted to sound touched too. And he said, no, no, I ate, uh, you know, spaghetti. You know, he was calling some very funny, funny, you know, nice, nice things. You know, you know, oats and all that. <laughs> and then they said, okay, no problem. So when they gave him the injection, and then Baba started throwing up. <laughs> and what he was throwing up was a card. All the, all the other things I ate. So, when the show comes to show, how do they say? When you experience those times, hmm? when when the tire hits the quota, whatever that is inside you will come out. That's when we know what you believe. Because when everybody is chanting, you can also chant with them. It's when you face the trials, when you face those times, then what you believe comes out. Praise God. The confidence you have comes out. It's in trials that we know the truth. You know, uh, my, my, my Pastor Casimir, one of my pastors, you know, used to say something. He said, a tea bag, you don't know the color of a tea bag until you put it in a hot water. Most tea bags are just wrapped in a nylon or you know, whatever sachet that they are wrapped in. You don't know the color. You don't know whether it's yellow. You don't know whether it's green. 
You don't know any color until what? When you put it in hot water, the true color of that tea bag comes out. So you will know what you believe when you are faced with those trials, when you are faced with those temptations. When there is a confrontation, and then the true thing that you believe comes out. Praise God. So, we have to work on our belief. And how do we do that? Study the word of God. Know what God has said. And not just knowing it, believe it. Pray that God will open your eyes. And that was the same prayer Paul was praying for, for uh, the, 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 the church in Ephesus. He said, I pray that God will what, open your eyes, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. So, you know, see, sometimes this believing thing is not by head knowledge. It's when God opens your eyes. And that's why we need to seek God. Say, Lord, open my eyes. There is a revelation that God will give you concerning the matter. Eh? Till you die, <laughs> you can never doubt over that matter anymore. There was a time I, 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 I was always scared because I had a series of accidents. So because of that, I had this phobia that even if I'm a vehicle, I'm in a vehicle now, you match break. My mind is like, and I would scream, Jesus! And then it became so embarrassing that everybody was, what's going on with this guy? Because I, I became so afraid because I had a series of accidents. Series of, series of events have created that phobia in me that I easily get afraid. But I had to deal with it. How did I deal with it? I went, God led me, I searched all the scriptures of protection. I searched all the scriptures of protection and I began to read them. I began to read them. All the scriptures that assured me that God will protect me, that God will, you know, the, 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 the issue was, you know, afraid of untimely death. And let me tell you, this is, the, this is what people use a lot of times in some, sec, in some circles to keep people under bondage. Fear is bondage. Anybody that is able to keep you in, under fear keeps you under bondage. So what people do is that they regurgitate things that scare people. And the more they keep saying those things that scare people, the people are under bondage. Praise God. Praise God. So, you see, but what I did, how I overcame fear, was confidence in God. I searched out all the scriptures concerning God's protection over my life. And as I began to read those scriptures, it down on me that nothing can go wrong with me. I will not die before my time. And th- th- my eyes were open. My eyes was enlightened about God's protection over my life. And that built confidence in me. And that is how faith comes. So how do I get into that point where I believe? You need to search the scriptures. You need to know what God has said concerning that matter. Praise God. Confidence comes in knowledge. Are you hearing me now? If you're going into an exam and you don't have knowledge, what happened? You'll be scared. Then you're going to fail. Confidence comes in knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of who God says you are. Knowledge of what God says you are. If you know who you are in Christ Jesus, then fear is out of the way. Hallelujah. Your confidence is sure. And you can approach anywhere, you can approach anything. Confidently. But you see, if you don't know, you will struggle. Hallelujah. Look at this verse, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. He said, And whatever thing you ask in prayer, believe it, you will receive. A lot of prayers are going on, but very few actually believe what they are praying. Prayer has become like routine for a lot of people. Prayer has become just what I must do to feel 
You know, people do it to just satisfy the flesh, to satisfy their conscience that they have prayed. But the question I'm asking you, the prayers you're praying, do you believe them? <laughs> if you believe them, then we should have seen evidence. Hallelujah. So the first point of prayer is belief. If not, you will be wasting your time. Because those prayers that are not even going to God in the first place. The Bible says, the way to please God is what? By faith. Is anyone that comes to God must first of all what? Believe. So if you don't believe your prayers, why are you praying? The Bible said this is the confidence we have in him. That everything we ask what? He's already done. So if you don't believe, why are you praying? Because your prayers are useless. They can't assess heaven. They can't, the smoke can't ascend to heaven because the, the connection between your prayers and heaven is your faith. It's your belief. That's the only way to please God. That's the only way to have access to God. So before you start praying, do you believe in the things you have asking God for? And that is why I always encourage people, get the word of God concerning the things you are asking. Before you go into prayer, get the word of God. Know what God has said. Believe it. Then when you are praying, prayer is like you are watching what you believe. Hallelujah. Prayer is like you are watching. Once you get into the realm of prayer, everything begins. You begin to experience these things. How is the result coming? The result is not because of the prayer. The result is because of your belief. But the prayer is a way of watering that belief. Hallelujah. If you have confidence in God, then you would experience miracles. So next time before you start praying, what do you believe? Because if you pray and you don't believe, it's useless. You have just wasted your time. You have just wasted your energy. Hallelujah. Look at this. John chapter 14 verse 12 to 14. He said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, He that believe in me, on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than this shall he do. Because I go to unto my father. And whoever shall ask in my name, I'm sorry, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do. That the father may be glorified in the son. If he ask anything in my name, I will do it. Praise God. Praise God. Look at the last verse now we're going to read there. We'll start praying. In Mark chapter 11 verse 22 to 24, he said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Whatever thing, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. So the key to answer prayer is belief. The key to prayer is belief. Any prayer you make in fear is useless. Any prayer you make out of emotion is useless. Your prayer starts with believing. And that's what he says. He said, therefore, I say unto you, Mark chapter 11 verse 22, what thing soever ye desire, when you pray, believe. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. The key is belief. If you remove belief, your prayer is a waste. Hallelujah. Do you want to start experiencing miracles in your life? Then you need to come to the point of belief. Do you want to start experiencing the supernatural in your life? You need to come to this point of belief. If only you can believe. Nothing will be impossible with you. All things are possible. That's what the Bible says. All things. So what are those things that God has told you? You have not seen them yet. But it's time to believe them. Hallelujah. What are the things that God has told you? Your healing. God has told you. The Bible said that healing is God's children's bread. We are healed. You have not seen the healing yet. You are not experiencing it yet in your body. But the way to get to experience the healing is to believe it first. <laughs> it's counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. I believe it first before I see it. In the physical. That means I have seen it in the spiritual. I have seen it in the spiritual. And I believe it. 
and then it comes. It's like the opposite of the natural. The natural says, I want to see it first. And then I know it exists. The spiritual says, I have seen it first that it exists. And then it, it appears on the physical. If only you can believe. Everything is possible. Can we just begin to appreciate God right now, wherever you are? Open your mouth, begin to thank God for those things. Begin to thank God for those things you are trusting Him for. This is a moment of dedication to God. I begin to thank God. What are the things that you are believing God for? What are the things? What are the things that you have prayed about and you have not experienced them yet? The Bible said, if you can only see, the Bible says, faith is a substance of thing hoped for, evidence not seen. You have not seen the evidence in the physical. They are not there in the physical, but you believe them. The Bible said, it is impossible to assess God. It is impossible to have access to the spiritual, to have access to the, to the supernatural without faith. Why? He said, for everyone that comes to God must first of all believe that he exists and he will do what he says that he will do. So what has God said concerning that your challenge? What have God said concerning your marriage? What have God said concerning the work of your hands, your workplace? What have God said concerning your business? What have God said concerning your children? Whatever God has said, he that said it is able to bring it to come to pass. He will bring it to come to pass. So right now, I just want you to begin to declare, I receive, I believe, Lord. Open your mouth and declare it. I believe you, Lord. I believe, yet I have not, even though I have not seen it, even though it's not visible in the, in, 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 in the physical, but I believe you. Yes, I've not seen it, but I believe you. Open your mouth, begin to declare it now. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. 